Hello, I'm John Waters, and I'm supposed to announce there is no smoking in this theater, which I think is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard of in my life. How can anyone sit through a length of a film, and especially a European film, and not have a cigarette? But don't you wish you had one right now? Mmm, 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 mmm. And I'm telling you, smoke anyway. It gives ushers jobs. And if people didn't smoke, there would be no employment for the youth of today. So once again, no smoking in this theater. Mm. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to Trilove, a literal roundtable podcast. My name is Jason. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Trilove Podcast. You can find the Trilon Cinema at Trilon Cinema. You can find me on Twitter at Nintendoofus. I'm Cody Narvison. You can find me on Twitter at Cody underscore BH. I feel like we probably should have talked about ordering here, but I, I guess we're doing cha and then it's just going to be fucking bedlam. Uh, but I'm I'm Harry. Yep. You can find me at Shiitake Harry. Uh, yeah, the gates of hell are going to open uh, after I say that I'm Aaron and you can find me on Twitter on private technically, but on Twitter at RB, please. Oh, he's doing it. Uh, this is our 100th episode of Try Love. It has been a blast to make this many episodes, and we wanted to cap it off. Not, I guess, put it, put a crown on it with. Uh, That's a it. Fun this is our last, last episode. Everybody. This is the last episode. Bye. This is the announcement. Goodbye. Um, with a uh, table read, we gathered a lot of people who've been on our podcast before, close friends, um, to join us for a table read. Uh, I'm going to go down the line and have uh, Matt, Charlie, Eric, Cody. Well, whatever. Matt, tell us about yourself. Hi, I'm Matt Yost. I have been on two episodes. Uh, in this podcast, I played Principal Mazer and Act 2 Max. And you can find me on all social media at M-A-T-T-Y-O-S-T underscore. Excellent. Uh, Check out Charlie. those episodes. Matt is amazing on uh, Black Christmas and Cabaret, I believe, correct? Yep. Yep. Love those episodes. Uh, Charlie. Hi, I'm Charlie Mackin. Um, I've been on a couple episodes before, too. I'm doing the third narrator and a bunch of miscellaneous parts. You can find me on Twitter at charliemander13. Eric. Hello. I have been on, I think, four episodes. Um, which ones were they? They were Raising Arizona, Miller's Crossing, Alien, and Alien. That's right, yep. And uh, I read the parts for Max in the first act and assorted miscellaneous parts. If you are inclined to look for me on the internet, I go by at unintelevision on Twitter. Jenny. Hi, I'm Jenny Ackerson. I am joining now for my fourth appearance on the pod and nagged for my three other ones, um, which are good episodes and unfortunately one of the longest ones as well. Uh, You can find me on the internet at Ackerson Jenny on Twitter or on Letterboxd, Jenny Ack and... I open the narration for the script today and do a few other parts. Those are all excellent episodes, by the way. I only nag Jenny because I can't have her getting too cocky. Otherwise, she'll replace me on the podcast, which I'm desperately afraid of. Just wait for episode 200. Seth. Uh, Hey, guys. uh, Seth Zarati. I think I've been on the pod four previous times as well. Uh, And I will be playing or reading Goofy in the first act, uh, Lester the Possum, uh, Possum Park, Possum, uh, and Powerline. Uh, if you're interested, you can follow me on Twitter at S-N-Zarati, Z-A-R-A-T. And I think your first album, I'm sorry, I stepped on you. Please say you're at again. <laughs> uh, S-N-Zarati. 
Sorry about that. I was going to say, I believe his first album is coming out. And also, we should have, like, an and featuring Seth at this, like, the special direction, you know, when, like, a really good, like, exciting actor is mm. at the... I, I would be very into that. Uh, spoilers. Kyle, tell us about yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm Kyle Olson. I think I've been on the pod twice, uh, sort of the mainstream slash lowbrow specialist. And uh, I played uh, Robert Bobby Zimmerski and uh, Max in Act 3. Uh, I am on Twitter. Okay, weird way to tell us where to find you on Twitter. Uh, thank you all so much for being part of this episode. Thank you all for being on the episodes you've been on previously. It means a lot. This has been a whole lot of fun. Uh, this episode is a great way, I think, to um, to crown it, uh, to get everybody involved and just in a way we, we hadn't tried before. Uh, we just got done recording, so... Um, I hope you enjoy listening, everybody. You can find us on Twitter at Trilove Podcast. Uh, look for another regularly scheduled episode, hopefully in line with what the Trilon is showing uh, virtually in another week. Until then, thank you and... Oh, yo. Well, hello out there. And a happy holidays to my buddies Jason, Cody, and Harry. And this was booked by Aaron, by the way. Jim Cummings here, saying things like, Howdy, guys. How are things going on the old Try Love podcast? Cast that pod, would you? I can't recommend it enough. And if Pete were here, he'd say, Well, uh, keep up the good work there, pal. And don't forget to remember to watch a goofy movie and buy a whole mess of them DVDs or Blu-rays. Or something else that makes me money. <laughs> Just ask the goof. He'll t explain everything to you. Well, I don't know about that. But I hope you guys are having a good time out there. I don't know what else to say. But thanks for noticing me. Or, oh, wait, that's Tigger's line. Anyway, keep on bouncing. And stay sweet as honey. Just for good measure. And congratulations on your 100th episode. Hi, friends and fans of Jason, Cody, Harry, and of course, Aaron. Uh, my name is Rob Paulson. I was uh, PJ in a goofy movie and an extremely goofy movie. You think it's kind of weird seeing an old guy do this? You should see it from my side, bro. And sis, <laughs> dude, do that. Uh, and congrats to you four gents, Jason, Cody, Harry, and Aaron. In no particular order, but congratulations on a hundred episodes. Oh my goodness, that is remarkable. Maybe we can do this again when you reach 200. Hopefully you'll do it sooner than later so I'm, I'm not... Hey, this is Rob. I played PJ. PJ uh, maybe I could die on your show. That might be kind of fun. Thanks for having me. And congratulations again, you guys, on a hundred episodes. That is a very big deal. And happy holidays. They came from hands down to show a wind-blown wheat field and beautiful blue sky with cotton puff clouds. Max? Max appears close up and gasps at the sound of his name. He looks around for the source, finally squinting into the audience. Max? The camera reverses viewpoint to show a tall pedestal with a female figure up top. Max begins to run through the wheat towards it. Max. Finally reaching the clearing in the wheat, Max can now see who is on the pedestal clearly. Roxanne? Roxanne is a white, holding a white dandelion and gently blows the seeds towards Max. 
Max is mesmerized by the seeds. Roxanne leaps from atop the pedestal and gracefully glides down towards Max. Max attempts to catch her, but they end up falling on the ground. They giggle for a while. They look at each other. Max sighs. Roxanne puckers her lips for a kiss. Suddenly the sky changes to overcast gray and the wheat turns to thorns. Roxanne gasps and draws away shocked. The camera switches to Max, who now has incredibly large buck teeth. What's wrong? Max now notices teeth. Then his ears grow in his hands. Roxanne gasps. Max continues to grow and change until he looks exactly like his father, Goofy. Roxanne screams! Max feels Goofy, Goofy's laugh force its way out of his throat like the howl of a wild animal. Lightning flashes. Suddenly, we are in Max's bedroom. Max gasps and awakes from sleep. He checks his head and his teeth and sighs, and then he realizes it was just a dream. The phone rings, and Max is startled by it, fumbles the receiver while answering it, and drops to the floor, then picks it up again. Hello? <coughs> Hello? Max, where the heck are you, man? PJ? You should have been here an hour ago. What? What are you... Hold on. Max hits its alarm clock. It's showing 4.02, and then the numbers spin to show 7.50. Oh, no. Max leaps out of bed and begins to dress while still on the phone. Look, maybe we should just call the whole thing off. No way, man. It's now or never. Max gets tangled in the phone cord and falls. Well, you better get a move on. I'll meet you at my locker. Max gets untangled from the phone cord and hangs up. Max's father, Goofy, opens the door to Max's room. Goofy is dressed in only a towel and has a vacuum cleaner with him. Morning, son! Dad! Max's pants have fallen to the floor when he hung up the phone. He now yanks up his pants out of embarrassment. Oops, I forgot. Morning, son! I came to see if you had any dirty clothes. Goofy notices that then the entire floor is covered with dirty clothes. Well, there they are. Help yourself. Max is still trying to get dressed. Max, I thought we talked about this. Yeah, look, I'm sorry, Dad. I'll take care of it later. With his sweatshirt only half on, he bumps into Goofy. Goofy Goofy helps him get the shirt on the rest of the way. What's the big rush? I'm running late. Well, I could drive you on my way to work. Goofy begins to vacuum up the dirty clothes. Uh, no thanks. I, uh, I need the exercise. Oh, come on, Max. Goofy allows the vacuum nozzle to get too close to a cardboard cutout of a singing rock star. The head gets sucked in. Max, who is almost out the door, shrieks. He grabs the cutout while Goofy holds the vacuum. Finally, Max turns the vacuum off and extracts the cutout, which has been curled into a couple of pieces. Aw, Dad, you ruined it! Sorry about that. Who was he, anyway? It's only Powerline, Dad, the biggest rock star on the planet. Oh, not bigger than Xavier Kuget, the Mambo King. Everybody Mambo! Mambo, Mambo, Mambo! Goofy begins mumbling with Max. Aw, oh, come on, there's no time for this. What if the neighbors see us, huh? Max extracts himself from Goofy and dashes out the door. Camera switches to the front of the house. Max has exited the front door. Goofy comes around from the back. Maxie, wait up! You forgot your lunch. Have a good day. Goofy kisses Max. A few skateboarders passing by see it and start laughing. 
Max grins, embarrassed, and waves, and then a scowl on his face. They've been laughing since I can remember, but they're not gonna laugh anymore. No more Maxie the Geek, no more Goof of the Week like before. No more algebra tests till September. No more looking at losers like him. No more having to cheat. No more mystery me. No more Jim. No more Jim. No more Jim. No more Jim. Gonna move to the mall. Gonna live in the pool. <laughs> Gonna talk to Roxanne and not feel like a fool. Right through me, and who could blame her? I need a new me, plus some positive proof that I'm not just a goof. And after today, I'm gonna be losing. No more pep rallies to cut. After today, my brains will be snoozing. I'm gonna sit on my butt. Got less than an hour, and when this is ended, I'll either be famous or you'll be suspended. Max is now at the top of the bleachers. He starts to step down, but trips and tumbles down, falling flat on his face at the bottom. Lots of kids laugh at him, and he walks away. Roxanne comes over and helps him up. Are you all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I just, uh, duh. Max then sees it's Roxanne and gets completely tongue-tied. Roxanne chuckles. Max starts laughing. He emits a goofy, yuck. He covers his mouth and dashes away, tripping over some garbage cans. He looks back at Roxanne for a moment, then runs away with a cry of anguish. Roxanne looks now at the ground for a moment. The school bell rings again. We cut inside the school. I can't believe I did that. She finally says hi to me, and what do I do? I joke, <laughs> like a big spaz. Where have you been, buddy? Hi, Peach. Did you get the camera? <laughs> I'm just doing a cover with the frog. Look, Max, if my dad catches me with this, he'll kill me. Are you sure we got to do this? It's my only chance, Peach. To Roxanne, I'm just a nobody. But after today... Max and PJ are suddenly flooded with light. Max squints into it. Bobby! Bobby is drinking from the fountain with a straw. Very cool. Max and PJ examine the video equipment on a dolly. Wow, all of this is for us? Mmm, slurpage! (laughs) Oh, this is going to be so great, man. Max begins to wheel video equipment away. Bobby grabs it back. Dude, need fundage, bro. Oh, your fee. Yeah, yeah, right here. Max reaches into his backpack and brings out a bag, handing it to Bobby. Bobby reaches into the bag and pulls out an aerosol can. A look of ecstasy comes to his face. Cheddar! Ow! Cheddar whizzy! He sprays an enormous amount of cheese into his mouth. 
Max and PJ look close to nausea. Bobby smacks his lip and coughs. Max and PJ are sprayed with cheese. Spew scrumptious. Let's do it, ladies. Cut to the school auditorium. The entire school body is there, making noise, throwing paper. Stacy's at the podium in the middle of the stage. As student body president, I just want to say, like, gay to all of us for a really neat year. Yo, Stacy, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. And also, I hope you all attend my totally amazing end of school party next Saturday to watch the Powerline concert on pay-per-view. Students cheer this announcement. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. And now, without further ado, Principal Mazur. Sudden silence falls. The microphone squeals as Mazur begins to speak. Thank you, Stacy, and good morning, boys and girls. You know, every year on the last day of school, I have several youngsters approach me and say, Principal Mazer, what can we do not to waste our summer vacation? We don't want to waste our free time sleeping or visiting friends. Say, uh, Roxanne, about Stacy's party. Cut to Max, who can see the boy talking to Roxanne through part of a curtain. He closes the curtain and zips up his power line costume. How are you, uh, how you doing down there, Bobby? Don't give me that attitude, you guys. I'm doing it all for you. This is nuts. I don't know why I let you guys talk me into this. My dad finds out he's going to nuke my entire existence. EJ trips on wires backstage and partially goes under the curtain. Max picks him back up. Oh, I hope this works. Cut to Mazer with a spotlight on him. How about science slumber parties? The spotlight goes out. What? Max puts on shades and gives a thumbs up. It is echoed by Bobby and PJ. A button is pressed, rock music begins, and a large screen begins to rise behind Principal Mazer. What? Mazer notices the screen rising. Hey! Max appears on the screen and Bobby pulls a switch. I'm not going to... A trapdoor opens up under the podium and it and Principal Mazer disappear down it. Bobby laughs. Max begins lip syncing. Just as Max's hand is about to reach Roxanne's, the music dies. Max goes tumbling, finally ending on, up on Principal Mazer, who removes his shades. Hey, it's the goof boy! We're busted! Cut to a child photography studio in a discount store. Goofy is attempting to make a child smile by squeaking a rubber duck and making baby sounds. Come on, smile! Smiley wily! The child is on the verge of tears. Oh, come on, Kimmy. Give me a big... And with a strong squeeze, the squeaker on the rubber ducky pops out and Goofy swallows it. He squeaks when he tried to speak. The child likes it and breaks into a big smile. Goofy takes advantage of this and begins to take pictures and playing peekaboo with the child. Keith comes up behind Goofy, slaps him on the back, and knocks the, speaker out of, the squeaker out of Goofy's throat. Stop goofing around. We got work to do. Okay, Kimmy, back to mommy now. The child is reluctant to leave Goofy, but finally waves bye-bye. Oh, you have such a way with children. You have such a way with children, bleh. Goofy approaches the little girl and her mother waiting for a picture. Okay, now, who's next over here? Deep knocks Goofy out of the way. Step aside, Goof, let a pro show you how it's done. Okay, who's next over here? <laughs> oh, hello, precious. The little girl kicks Pete. Oh, ow, you lucky woman. 
Come on here, honey. It's picture time. The little girl giggles and hides. Peekaboo. Oh, she's so cute. Peekaboo. He finally catches her. Gosh, Pete, you sure are good with kids. Oh, yeah. Well, they love me. Pete is holding the little girl by the collar. She attempts to hit Pete and fails. Why, PJ, he's been begging me to take him on vacation this summer. Really? Where are you going? Pete velcros the little girl to the set floor. Camping. Nothing like the great outdoors to strengthen the bond between a father and his son. Oh, Max would never go for anything like that. Goofy gives the little girl a stuffed Bambi. I don't know, Goof. Something's wrong when a kid won't spend time with his parents. Why, for all you know, he's running around with some gang and stealing stuff and causing riots. Pete takes the stuffed Bambi from the little girl, who cries. No, Max is a good kid. He'd never get mixed up in something like that. With a loud boom, we cut to the main office of the high school. Max and Bobby are sitting, waiting their turn to speak with the principal. Miss Maples, a secretary, is typing and humming the funeral march. Max is totally depressed. I'm a failure. Complete loser. My one chance to impress Roxanne, and I blew it. Bobby reveals something he has been working on for a while. Uh Uh-huh. Max, look! It's the Leaning Tower of Cheetza! Bobby stuffs the cheese in his mouth. PJ comes out of the principal's office with a vacant look on his face. Oh, man! My dad is gonna smash me like a bug! Hey, PJ! Detention! (laughs) Robert Zimaruski. Okay, I'm coming. Max, here. Guard this with your life, dude. Sorry. Guard this with your life, dude. Bobby wheels the dolly of the video equipment into Principal Mazer's office. You can see Mazer's collection of paddles in the background. Bobby gives Max a double thumbs up. Hey, Mazer, what's up, bro? The door to the principal office shuts. Max puts his head in his hands. Roxanne and Stacy come by the office. With all those kids in my house, the place is going to be like a sauna, so I'm all freaked out, right? But then I thought, like, use it! So my theme is going to be Powerline Goes Rainforest. Too much? Roxanne, are you listening? Roxanne is looking at Max. Ah. Roxanne walks over to Max. Stacy gives Roxanne a push towards him. No, I, I don't want to. Talk to him! Roxanne clears her throat a couple of times. Max still has his head in his hands and pays no attention. Roxanne shrugs at Stacy. Tap him! Roxanne taps Max, who immediately sits up, startled. Roxanne's books and papers go flying. Max looks at Roxanne and smiles. He gets up out of the chair and then starts to help Roxanne pick up the papers and books. Gosh, I, I'm sorry. It's, it's okay, really. Max and Roxanne reach for the same paper at the same time, and Max's hand touches hers. They stay that way for a moment, and then Max withdraws his hand, a bit embarrassed. Um, I liked your dance. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's from Powerline's new video. I know, he's he's totally a genius. Uh, yeah, he, he's doing a concert next week in L.A. Oh yeah, Stacy is showing that at her party. Yeah. Yeah. Max fidgets and fumbles for a while. Um, uh, Roxanne, I was, uh, sort of thinking that maybe I'd, uh, ask you to <coughs> uh, go with me, that is, to the 
party. Of course, if you don't want to, I completely understand. Well, I was kind of sort of thinking that I'd love to. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Great. Terrific. Wonderful. All right. Okay. Stacy grabs Roxanne's arm and begins to drag her away. Come on, Roxanne. We don't want to belabor the moment now, do we? Well, I'd better be going. I'll uh, call you later. Okay. Bye. Roxanne backs out the door, giggles nervously, and then with a final bye, leaves the office. See, that wasn't so bad. I told you men are easy to deal with. Yes! She said yes! Woohoo! Everybody mambo! Max grabs Miss Maples and begins to mambo with her. It's not my break yet. Hearing the commotion, Bobby and Principal Mazer come out of the office. Yeah! Dance with her! Groove with her! Miss Maples! Yes, sir? Get that boy's father on the phone at once! Right away, sir! Cut to Goofy answering the phone at the discount store. Hello? Yes, Mr. Goof. This is Principal Mazer. I'm calling in regard to your son, Maximilian. Max? Oh my gosh! Is he hurt? No, Mr. Goof. He's in trouble. Trouble? What kind of trouble? Dressed like a gang member. Gang member? Your son caused the entire student body to break into a riotous frenzy. Riot? It couldn't be. My... If I were you, Mr. Goof, I'd seriously reevaluate the way you're raising your child before he ends up in the electric chair. The electric chair? What am I gonna do? (laughs) Goofy is suddenly bathed in a beam of blue light. Blue light special on aisle three. Blue light special on aisle three. Following the light, Goofy is drawn to a display of small ceramic figures of a goof fishing. Goofy bobs the head of one of the figures which bounces around for a while. Like destiny! Cut back to the photo studio. Pete is about to get a picture of the little girl who is still Velcroed to the set. Okay, kiddo. Now smile. She gives a big smile, but suddenly, Goofy's face is in the viewfinder. Lake Destiny, Idaho! Like who the what You were right, Pete. Nothing like the great outdoors to strengthen the bond between father and son. You said so yourself. Well, yeah, but uh... Goofy dances away. I'm going fishing! I'm going fishing with my boy! Yeah. Okay, precious, give me a big smut. Only the diaper remains on the set. The little girl giggles as she runs after Goofy. Fishy, fishy! Cut to front of high school. The final bell rings and students come dashing out. Max walks out with a smile on his face and a vacant look. Cool concert, lad! What? Well, bud... Hey, Max, wicked dance. Thanks. Stacy comes by and pushes the girl away. Forget it, girl. He's Roxanne's. <laughs> oh, sorry. This is not, this wasn't, not, uh, way to go, man. Oh, my bad. He, uh, I'm jumping on Max's shoulders now. I just heard about you and Roxanne. Oh, peesh. PJ starts giving Max noogies. Max dumps PJ off. See? See? I told you our plan would work. Max! Max! Peach, knock it off! Maximum! Maximum! Max! 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 
More and more students joining the chant until the entire student body is chanting, Max, Max. Max is pleasantly shocked. He dances his way home. Max kicks the gate of his home open and walks through. Goofy is loading the car with a lot of stuff. Going somewhere, Pop? Sure are, Palaroonie. Cool. Well, have a good time, Dad. If you're going to be more than a month, drop me a line. But Max, this isn't just my vacation. It's a vacation with me and my best buddy. Oh, Donald Duck? No, silly. With you. Spin shot to Max with a shocked expression. Max faints. Are you okay, Maxie? Max comes too. What? What did you say? That's right. A vacation, son. We'll spend some real quality time together. I think I'm going to be sick. Hey, got a present for you. Goofy grabs Max and proceeds to change his clothes to Max protests. Max is shown with a complete fishing outfit on with an inflatable life vest. Goofy pulls a cord and the vest inflates, making Max look like a roly-poly. You look just like I did at your age. Please don't say that, Dad. Wait, I saved the best for last. Goofy removes a case from behind his back and blows the dust off it. It's been handed down from goof to goof to goof. And now it's yours, son. Goofy opens it to reveal a fly casting rod. A stick? No, silly. A fishing pole. Fishing? We're going fishing? Yep, just like me and my dad did. Two best buddies fishing fishing on Lake Destiny, away from it all. I don't want to be away from it all, Dad. I like it all. Hey, look, Maxie, we're using the same map me and my dad used. We'll take the same route and make the same stops and see the same sights. But that trip would take weeks, Dad. Exactly. Getting there is half the fun. Max pushes the map away. Put the map away, Dad. It's not going to happen. I'm telling you, it's not. Careful, son. You'll wrinkle my past and our future. What the map says, Max, we will follow. That's very mystical and everything, Dad, but uh, seriously, there's this party I have to go to. Oh, there'll be plenty of times for parties when you're older, Maxie. Why, when I was your age, I'd never been invited to a party. And look at me now. Great, Dad. Hop in, Maxie. No. All right, then. Guess I'll just have to go. All alone. That's all. Just sit in the boat. All alone. And talk to myself. All alone. I guess so. Oh, come on. Hop in. No, Dad. Just hop right in there. No. Come on, Maxie. Go for it. Ready to take off. Goofy goes around to his door and gets in. Set for adventure, Maxie? Why are you doing this to me, Dad? Because I don't want you to end up in the electric chair. He hugs Max, which deflates the life vest. The electric chair? What are you... I'm not giving up on you, son. Together we're gonna work this out. Work this out? But, Dad... No buts about it, Maxie boy. Your old pop knows best. Goofy starts the car and backs out. Goodbye, house. Goodbye, mailbox. Goofy runs over his fence while turning into the street. 
Goodbye, broken pile of wood. <laughs> Goodbye, hopes. Goodbye, <laughs> dreams. Goodbye, Roxanne. Roxanne! Dad, I gotta stop somewhere first. I have to talk to someone. Well... Max grabs the steering wheel and the car swerves down a side street. After knocking over a few things, the car stops in front of Roxanne's house. Max gets out of the car. Now make it quick, Maxie boy. We gotta put some road behind us. Max walks up to the front door. You get to cancel your first date in less than an hour. Max rings the doorbell. Must be some kind of lame-o record. The door opens to reveal a rather mean-looking person who growls at Max. Uh, hi, is Roxanne home? Uh, oh, my name is Max. D- does Roxanne live here? Does she even live on this block? Uh, that's you, Jason. I probably missed a, a line. My apologies. Wait, it's okay, Daddy. Max is a friend from school. Roxanne's father lovingly pats Roxanne, then growls at Max again. He turns and goes back inside. Go on, go on. Good daddy. Hey, Max. Max mumbles something. You want to have a seat? Max mumbles something, then helps Roxanne to sit on her porch railing. Roxanne's father, peeking through the mail slot, growls at Max. Max puts his hands behind his back and grins nervously. Daddy! The mail slot closes. I promise he'll be better behaved when you pick me up for the party. Yeah, that's sort of why I came by. I'm really looking forward to it, Max. Yeah, I was too. Was? Well, you see, my dad's on his stupid father-son kick and... Oh, don't worry about it, Max. It's just a dumb party. No, it's not, Roxanne. I really wanted to go with you. I... No, Max, I understand. Really, sometimes these things happen. My... Dad surprised me. I don't even want to go, but I have no choice. I'm sure I can find someone else. So, someone else? I'll just talk to you later. Um, Roxanne, um, my dad is, uh, my dad is taking me to the Powerline concert in L.A. Your dad is taking you clear across the country just to see a concert? Well, uh, you see, my dad, uh, knew, knows, knows Powerline. They used to play together in a band, Yeah. The car horn honks. Come on, son, let's get this show on the road. Just a minute, you party animal, you. (laughs) Goofy looks confused, then grins. You're really serious. Absolutely. So, uh, you aren't still thinking of going with someone else, are you? Well, I I guess. Because I was hoping I could, uh, wave to you on stage when we joined Powerline for the final number. This is incredible. Well, I I wouldn't miss our date for anything that wasn't incredible, Roxanne. Roxanne kisses Max on the cheek. Max dreamily staggers back to the car. Thank you for the... Have a great time at the concert, Max. Max mumbles something. I'll see you on TV. Reality hits Max that he has said something he can't possibly follow through with. I'm in deep sludge. Boom. End of act one. We we verbalized that. that. We downbeat that. Great job, everybody. That was awesome. I I agree. We've all done that. Clap, clap. Yeah, we clapping. And we're on pace for a 90-minute movie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Any pee breaks, questions, 
I could use the bathroom real quick issues. if we. Uh, yeah. Oh boy! That's oh fine. boy! Yeah, me Aaron Grossman's got to go pee in the middle of a movie. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Some people may not be able to believe this, but yes, okay, I just, may, like just go piss, man. Break. Be back. I'll top off my water quick. Go piss, I got. Girl. I got to say, Harry. I know you're finding places where like things didn't get highlighted, but this is a shit ton of work for you to have done. Yeah, for, I'm like, this many people. Yeah, um, I was kind of like. I almost felt a little bad seeing how much went into this. Like, I wish that I would have actually read the script and corrected it because I feel like there were some typos that made for some like oh, frustrations. You're, you're trusting all of us and uh, us to be smart enough to put yeah, it all yeah, together. Can... Well, just like in the moment, it, it's kind of tough. What's that? No, no, I was gonna go into the goofy song. <laughs> Uh, that's that's one thing that I wanted to discuss. I guess we can talk about later. If if we really want to gild this lily, I can find karaoke versions and y'all can record vocals for them. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, please. As interstitials, um, but it's going to require a lot, like an ongoing commitment, until this publishes in January. <laughs> I mean, yeah. listen, that sounds. I am very down to do a powerline karaoke. That's why I picked this role. <laughs> You were born to play. Well, it might be fun to do, um, like, be able to fade in the like chorus vocals at the points where like everyone's singing, like in the song at the school or whatever. Mm-hmm. That does but, sound fun. Yeah, that's a good idea. I don't know. I don't know how hard that is. I'm looking forward yeah, I'm... to everybody here um, recording their own version of "I'm Going to Sit on My Butt." <laughs> <laughs> we can play them all at once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Cody, a line which, of course, I lost my shit at every single time I watched this yes, movie as a, child. as a child. Yeah, it was like <laughs> iconic. Which was a lot at the daycare I went to. There was a letterbox review I read last night where someone was like, man, growing up, I thought that bus driver was, was saying, I'm going to sit on my bus. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> so that was just like a very appropriate, not as funny thing to say. Um, that Honestly, that would still be a very funny line, but <laughs> it just in a very different way. It's sort of a sad way. Right. Yeah. Yes. Much much like reading this script uh, is, is very funny because without any of the music or accompaniment, it sounds like a Beckett play at times. Like there, there, are, <laughs> <laughs> there are parts that are just like Pete and Goofy talking that I'm like, You're damn, gonna... this is... You're going to crumple my past and our future. (laughs) Some of these Bobby lines without the, like, context of what he's doing on screen are just like, or, like, the knowledge of what he looks like are just, like, very good. It is is essential that you've seen this movie a lot. And, Matt, I know you weren't sure about your Wallace Shawn. It's coming through. I I probably leaned a little bit too much on it because I didn't spend enough time, but... You got like a wall of Sean dimmer switch. You're turning up slowly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, what's really fun is like we've all seen the movie, so we all know the inflections used, and it's super fun to listen to like when we're trying to replicate them, or when we're like consciously trying not to replicate them, and yeah. like vice versa. I, it, it is hard for me because I have not. I've seen this movie maybe like I have not seen it very much. Uh, right. And my PJ is literally, I'm literally just doing a, a shitty Kermit the Frog. Uh, uh, it's, it's a fun. great Kermit it the Frog. Yeah, no, yeah, like it. crazy. You know, yeah. Oh, Max, <laughs> it's not easy being green. That, <laughs> that's right. Okay, uh, I am good to go. <clears throat> okay, I'll kick us off in just a sec here. With Do we have everybody here? Uh, yeah, Cody, Cody's the only right. other one who left, I think. So, And I am yeah. back. 
If you're not here, say something. <laughs> okay. Yikes. All right. I'll get kicking. Fade to Max and Goofy leaving the city. Goofy is driving and running a video camera at the same time. Day one. Well, here we are, out on the open road, retracing the steps of my boyhood. And here's Maxie. Say hi, Max. Max is totally depressed and pays no attention. Uh, well, how, how about a wave? Max puts his hand in front of the lens. Not now, Dad. Oh, what a kidder. Goofy puts the camera down, then notices that Max looks really depressed. He gets an idea and takes out a list from one of his pockets. Fun games I used to play with my dad. Road bingo, uh, t- 20... Uh, hey, Maxie, let's play a game. Uh, you think of a name, and I'll try to guess who it is. Uh, ma- man or woman? Oh, man. A man, huh? Uh, hmm, that's a toughie. Uh, let's see. Uh, Walt Disney. Right. Oh, I'm good at this. Now I'll think of one. Max turns on the radio, which plays acid rock. Max starts doing air guitar. Oh, you want to sing a song, huh? Me and my dad used to sing this one all the time. Goofy puts in an 8-track tape, which interrupts the rock music and starts playing High Hopes. Goofy sings along. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you sing along. I don't remember the song. That- we do oh, this kind of just throw High Hopes high instead. Hopes. Yeah, that one. Max changes oh, back to rock music. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Stop. Max changes back to rock music. Goofy changes back to High Hopes. It goes back and forth until they break the radio. Oh, great, Dad. Now we don't have any music. Oh, Maxie, it's not so bad. We'll just have to entertain ourselves. A beat is established by the car keys. The car backfiring joins in. Goofy starts to whistle the tune. I can't whistle. Not skippable, that's for sure. Very not skippable. Probably the best musical sequence in the movie, actually. Like, yeah. Like, now that, now that I've seen the musical. movie again. Yeah, it is wild that somebody would joke about that being a bad sequence. Uh, okay. Thank you. Wow, wonderful vibrato. I'm sorry that my Goofy seems to be going so country. It feels like it's kind of a like a parody of country living, which is not at all what I intended. Spoiler alert. It's, it's the safe space to go to. <laughs> I, I, I guess. It's a comfortable spot. Okay. The car drives off into the sunset. We fade to the next day. Goofy is driving with the map in front of him, so he can't see. Max is moping. The car drifts left of center. Max glances up, and his expression changes to concern. A truck horn blows. Max looks alarmed. The truck horn blows again. Max grabs the steering wheel and turns the car back into the right lane just as the truck goes by. Dad, you're going to get us killed. Why don't you just give me the map? Oh, no thanks, son. Navigating's a big responsibility. Besides, wouldn't want to spoil the big surprise. I'm taking you somewhere pretty special. They pull into a rather seedy-looking attraction called Lester's Possum Park and stop. Gosh, it's even better than I remembered. Cut to a mother attempting to drag her daughter through the entrance to the park, which resembles the mouth of a possum. No, mommy, I don't want to go. (laughs) Yeah, fun. Tell you what, I'm just going to wait here in the car. Aw, you party pooper, come on, this is going to be fun. Cut to the interior of a small old theater. Howdy there, folks. Lester is proud to present Possum Possum Jamboree. Here it is. Several patrons clap for the show as Goofy and Max enter. Oh, good. We're just in time. The curtain opens and shows four holes in the ground. Out of one of the holes comes the mechanical possum, which has obviously seen better days. Howdy, folks. Who's your favorite possum? (laughs) Several patrons shout, 
Lester. Lester. <laughs> I got us a seat right up front. Let me introduce you to the posse. There's Buford, Moolah, and Mordecai. Each pops out of a hole. Mordecai has a <laughs> terrible electrical short. Hey, ladies. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure am, Buford. <laughs> now gather around my possum pals and join the jamboree. Come hooting and hollering from the heart. This is pathetic. And every chicken, pig, and goat will help my yodel here at Lester's Possum Park. Join in, folks. It's yodeling time. Many patrons join in the yodeling, including Goofy. Max just looks disgusted. Lester's Possum Park. Max is getting more and more disgusted at the show. Well, don't you want to be a hanging from a tree? We're mighty glad to see you, and the parking's always free. Lester begins to break down. Here at Lester's pop, pop, pop. The old possum pumps the side of the stage. Possum Park! Goofy is catching it all on video. He then sees a souvenir stand and gets an idea. Hey, that's the ticket. I'll be right back, my little possum pal. My life is a living... Hello, little buddy! A man in a Lester Possum costume comes up to Max. Max turns his back on him and tries to ignore him. Lester comes around to Max's front. Who's your favorite possum? Don't touch me! Oh, why such long face? You're so sad, boo-hoo-hoo. I know, you need a big hug from Lester. Don't even think about... Lester gives Max a giant hug. See? Now you feel all good inside. Max slaps Lester, which turns his false head backwards. Beat it, doofus! Lester staggers off, unable to see where he is going. He is knocked down and dragged off by several kids. Oh no. No, Dad, not that. Not that, please. Goofy comes back, wearing a dead possum hat, and puts one on Max. Here you go, sport! Let's Let's see we get our picture taken. Cut to a crying girl while her picture is taken. You have got to be kidding. Oh, all right, but you're missing out. Max soon hears a lot of people laughing. Goofy is hanging upside down between two possums to get his picture taken. Well, hi, you son. Hey, everyone, check out the dork. Say sassafras. Sassafras. The branch breaks and Goofy falls to the ground. This sends one of the two possums hurtling towards Max, and it hits him in the face. The possum then crawls down Max's sweatshirt. Max begins jumping around in an attempt to get at the possum. A couple of musicians start playing country music, mistaking Max's gyrations for an attempt at dance. Goofy sees Max, just as Max manages to get the possum out of his pants. That's the spirit, Maxie! Goofy grabs Max and starts dancing with him. No, don't, Dad! This is embarrassing! Goofy finally finishes the dance with Max on his knee. It's Dork and Dork Jr. Max listens to everyone laughing at him. Everybody want to laugh? (laughs) (laughs) Max takes the hat off his head, throws it to the ground, and fights his way out of the crowd. He goes to the car only to find it locked. He pounds his fist on the door just as it starts to rain. He walks to the highway and starts hitchhiking. A passing car sprays him with water, but he continues to hitchhike. 
Goofy comes out. Max, Max, hey, what the heck are you trying to do? Trying to get away from you. Max leaves the highway and goes back to the car. From me? What did I do? Forget it. I thought we was having fun. What's the matter? Nothing. Let's just go. Come on. Goofy sadly unlocks the door and Max gets in. Goofy goes around and gets in too. Oh, uh, you, you dropped your hat. Max blows up, rolls down the window, and throws the hat away again. This is the stupidest vacation. You drag me from home, you jam me in this dumb car, and then drive a million miles away and see some stupid rat show. Call me when the trip's over. Goofy sadly starts the car and drives off. We fade to a campground. Goofy is setting up a tent, and Max is sitting on a rock by a river. He is stirring the water with a stick, and in the ripples, he imagines that he sees the face of Roxanne. Suddenly, Goofy steps in the middle of her image. Uh, hey, Max, uh, you want to get in some fishing practice? Uh, just a couple of days till we get to Lake Destiny. Maybe later. Max wanders off. Goofy sadly returns to his tent and begins to unroll a sleeping bag. While in the tent, a huge RV rolls over the top of the tent and proceeds to produce a hot tub, a basketball court, a bowling alley, and a swimming pool. Max comes back to see what's happening. Whoa, now that's camping. Goofy is still in the tent, unaware of the RV on top of him. You say something, Max? Boom! A door on the back of the RV unfolds, uh, hitting Goofy on the head. Out of the back of the RV steps Pete. Pete? Goofy? What a serendipity doo Who'd have thunk it, huh? <laughs> is PJ here? Who? Oh, yeah, I'm sure he's loafing around here somewhere. Who? <laughs> Cut to the inside of the RV. PJ is buffing the floor and dusting while listening to Powerline on the stereo. He is singing along. What a goob. PJ begins treating the buffer like a microphone, still singing along. Max turns off the stereo. PJ, oblivious, keeps singing. Even if you got to shout out loud, no matter what it's... Look, it's Max and... Max? Hey, hey, hey. Whoa, small wilderness, dude. Didn't expect to run into you. Apparently not. You're just jealous, man, because you ain't got the moves. Yeah, you can keep the moves, but I wouldn't mind having this RV. You're so lucky, man. Me? Oh, come on, you're the star. What? What are you... Going to the Powerline concert. Oh, it's unbelievable, man. Who told you about that? Hey, come on. Come on. Everybody in town knows about it. Max, you are going to be famous, buddy. Especially with Roxanne. There's uh, only one person who doesn't know about it yet, Peach. Who? My dad. We cut to the roof of the RV where Pete and Goofy are. Pete begins to go bowling. So tell me, Goof, is that kid of yours still giving you guff? Oh, I don't know what's wrong. Seems like everything I do, I try, I only drives Max away further. Maybe I ought to just back off. I don't know. Wrong, Goof. <clears throat> Look, if you keep them under, th under your thumb, they'll never end up in the gutter. I missed this line, but it's Pete Bowles and gets nine pins, leaving one standing. Sorry Thank about that, Jason. Oh, too bad, Pete. Uh, almost. Almost? Hey, watch this. PJ? PJ comes running up to the roof. Yes, sir. Coming, sir. Yes, sir. Pete points at the pin. PJ goes over and kicks it down. Oh, boy. Woohoo! Strikeola! <laughs> Yeehaw! Thank you, thank you, yes. And the crowd goes wild. High five, son! Psych! Ah! <laughs> Say, Goof, why don't you two stay for dinner? Cool. 
Oh, uh, no thanks, Pete. Matt and I, Max and I have some fish to catch. Ooh. Dad, we can do that tomorrow. So, uh, what are we having? Oh, but Max, I, th- I thought... <clears throat> Under your thumb, goof. Maximilian! What? Get your gear, little man. We're going fishing. And I mean now! Max storms off, disgusted. Goofy winks at Pete, who winks back. In their fishing gear, they enter the river with their rods. Dad, I don't even know how to fish. Oh, now, come on. That never stopped me. Let me show you a little family secret that's been handed down for about 12 or 13 goof generations. The perfect cast. (laughs) The perfect what? The perfect cast. My dad taught it to me when I was about your age. Okay, now, watch carefully. You gotta be loose, relaxed, with your feet apart, and 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock, quarter to 3, Tortoise to ten, <laughs> twist, over, pot of dew, I'm a little teapot, and the wind-up! Goofy's line goes all the way back to where Pete is barbecuing steaks. The hook grabs a steak. And let her fly! The perfect cast! The hook with the steak goes sailing and land on the bank of the river, a fair ways away in the middle of a large footprint. Two feet that match the footprint then come up. It's Bigfoot. He is chewing on a log. He stops and sniffs, then sees the steak. Oh, now we reel her in. Bigfoot is about to take the steak when Gooby starts to reel it in. Bigfoot chases the steak and finally catches it. He bites it and is pulled in by Goofy. Quick, get the camera! They manage to get back to the, get back to the bank and Max hands the camera to Goofy. Must be over three pounds! I don't want to miss this! Through the viewfinder of the camera, you see Bigfoot. Look, Max. Uh, the, the, Dad, it's Bigfoot! Uh, could you back up a bit, Mr. Foot? You're out of focus. Bigfoot roars and Goofy and Max start running. The stake sails back at Pete and hits him in the face. What's the idea of... He sees Max and Goofy running from Bigfoot. Bigfoot! Pete grabs the barbecue, throws it in the RV, retracts all the equipment attached to the RV, and drives off, leaving Goofy's tent where it was. Goofy is running backwards, getting Big- Bigfoot on video. Behold the legendary Bigfoot. Fabled, but seldom... Goofy trips over the tent and the camera goes flying. Max tries to get in the car. It's locked! Quick, the sunroof! Max and Goofy dive through the sunroof and Goofy starts rolling the window closed. Hurry up! Bigfoot is coming fast. Goofy is still rolling the window closed. (laughs) Hurry up! The window closes just as Bigfoot gets there. He rocks the car back and forth for a moment, then notices all the equipment Goofy had unpacked. He goes to investigate. I can't believe it. Bigfoot! And I've got the only video! We're gonna be famous! Bigfoot has discovered the camera and is pulling the tape out out in shreds. (sighs) Let's just get out of here. Goofy feels for the keys, but Bigfoot has found them outside and tosses them away. He then continues rummaging through their equipment. Fade to late evening. Goofy and Max are still in the car. Is he gone yet? Bigfoot does a puppet show using socks, then goes back to rummaging. Nope, still here. Max's stomach growls. Now gee, Max, was that Bigfoot or your stomach? Man, I'm starving. A can of alphabet soup lands on the hood of the car. Alphabet soup, coming up! Goofy rolls down the window and tries to grab the can. Bigfoot hears and turns around. Uh, the Dad? Bigfoot starts coming towards the car. Goofy gets the can, but can't get it through the crack he left. Dad! Bigfoot runs towards the car. Stop playing around! He's coming! Max grabs his father's hands and turns it so that he can get through. Bigfoot crashes into the side of the car and is sent sprawling along with the equi- 
he dragged along. He lands, and a pair of headphones lands on his head, which is playing Staying Alive. Bigfoot is startled at first, then begins to enjoy it. Cut to the inside of the car where Goofy has just taken the cigarette lighter out of the dashboard. He balances the can of soup over the lighter. Well, it's nice to know this thing's good for something. While they wait for the soup to heat up, they sit. Bigfoot does the hustle in the background. <laughs> Max and Goofy catch each other looking over at each other and quickly look away. Goofy then smiles and starts to chuckle. What's so funny? Hi, Dad Soup! Huh? Don't tell me you don't remember Hi, Dad Soup. Oh, come on, sure you do. You used to spell things out using the letters like, uh, Hi, Dad, or Maxie, or... Ambidextrous? <laughs> no, little words, like... Hasta la vista? Like, bye-bye. Or I pledge allegiance. Or I love you. Both Max and Goofy suddenly look sad. Is it soup yet? Oh, I almost forgot. Goofy uses his teeth to create two holes in the top of the can. Whoa, where'd you learn to do that? Your granddad taught me that when we went to Yosemite. You two did a lot together, huh? Yup. Now Goofy looks sad. Suddenly the... (laughs) Suddenly the talk simultaneously... Max, you yeah, and listen, I, have I have to have a... How's the soup? Max drinks and leaves a soup mustache on his upper lip. Not bad. Max sees his dad grinning. What? Seeing Max with a mustache reminds Goofy of what Max was like as a little boy. He just grins. Nothing. Bigfoot climbs on top of the car and settles down to sleep. Well, might as well get some shut-eye. I don't think we're going anywhere tonight. Goofy gets comfortable. Max looks lovingly at his dad, and then down at the remnants of the soup in his cup. He fiddles with something at the bottom. Max then taps his father and hands him the soup cup. Goofy looks at the bottom of the cup to see the words, Hi, Dad, spelled out. Goofy gets choked up and looks over at Max, who is settling down to sleep. Hi, Maxie. Scene fades to later that night. Both Bigfoot and Goofy are snoring. Max can't sleep because of the noise, so he finds a postcard and begins to write. Dear Roxanne, Couldn't sleep, so I thought I'd drop you a line. Dad and I are having a great time. We're only days away from L.A., and I can hardly wait for the big concert. Max stops writing and looks sad, then looks over at Goofy. More hot dad soup, please. Max gets a half-smile on his face looking at his dad, then decides to rewrite the postcard. Dear Roxanne, sorry I lied, but I'm not really going to the Powerline concert. You may never want to see me again. He stops when he realizes that won't work either. Oh man, I'm dead no matter what I do. Max stomps his foot on the dashboard. The glove compartment pops open and the map unfolds into his lap. He follows the route on it to Lake Destiny and then looks down at L.A. A pencil rolls out of the glove department and conveniently stops, pointing from the route on the map directly to L.A. Max picks up the pencil, then starts erasing. He then draws a new route to L.A. The pencil tip breaks just before he finishes. Goofy yawns. Max (gasps) breaks out in a whole cold sweat and picks up the pencil tip and finishes the drawing, puts the map back in the glove compartment, and sits back nervously as Goofy seems to awaken. How many cups of sugar does it take to get to the moon? Uh, three and a half? Goofy goes back to sleep. Max sighs, sighs, looks at the postcard, and then tears it up. He opens the car window and throws the pieces outside into the wind. The pieces are carried towards the camera. One piece gets caught in the branch close up with the words, I lied, written over it. Fade to a truck stop the next morning. The short order cook rings a bell on the counter. Pick up. 
Hold your horses. The waitress picks up the food and carries it to Max and Goofy. Short stack. Right here. Here you go, hon. Eggs. Eggs. Eggs! Max has been staring down at the table, then suddenly comes to. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, right here. Sorry. Here you go, cutie. The eggs and strip of bacon form a face. Goofy digs into his pancakes, then notices Max, who was hungry the night before, is picking at his eggs and looking nervously at the map. Goofy thinks he knows what the problem is and picks up the map, waving it at Max. Well, Max, I think we need to talk about this. Huh? Seems to me you need to start taking some responsibility around here. Goofy taps his water glass with his fork. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, can I have your attention, please? Uh, I, Goofy, hereby dub my son, Maximilian, official navigator and head witchwayer of this here road trip. Truck stop patrons clap and cheer. Seriously? Well, I'm not even looking at the map anymore. As a matter of fact, you can pick all the stops from here to Lake Destiny. I trust you wholeheartedly, son. To the open road! Goofy picks up his water glass. Max does the same. To the open road! With Goofy driving and Max navigating, they continue their journey, stopping at a beach, where Goofy has a terrible time with the jet ski. They change a flat tire at an amusement park. Change a flat tire at an amusement park. Goofy can't stomach the roller coaster at a monster truck rally where Goofy can't stand the noise. Max notices this and decides his dad needs something he likes. So their next stop is the amazing house of yarn. One of the stops on Goofy's map. A stop in New New Orleans is the next with an unfortunate encounter with a mime. They change yet another flat tire. They finish they visit Carl Butts Caverns and awaken the bats, uh, speaking the bats, and then attend a baseball game where they get an autographed baseball by very unusual means. <laughs> they change another flat tire and pull into a Neptune Inn motel for the night. They take a couple suitcases and open the door to their room. For the record, that was a sort of a montage in the film, and Charlie did a pretty good job of trying to stitch that together with some narration that was not <laughs> Thank exactly. You, Charlie. <laughs> uh, anyway, <clears throat> gosh, Max notices the waterbeds with goldfish. Whoa! Check out the bed. Check out the dresser. Coral. Max turns on a mermaid. Max turns a mermaid lamp on and off. Nice lamp. Classy choice there, navigator. There's a pounding on the door. This is the police. We've got the place surrounded, see? You goofs, come out with your hands up! Goofy slightly opens the door. Pete kicks it in and pretends to shoot Goofy and Max. He then starts laughing. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Oh, you should have seen the look on your face. Oh, you really had him fooled, Pete! Me? You jumped out of your skin! Oh, I was just pretending for your sake. Oh, right. Sure. Did too! Did not. Oh, ain't this sweet. Don't let him fool you with that buddy-buddy act now under your thumb. Pete thumbs Goofy's nose. Thumb. So, since we're all being palsy-walsy here, how about letting me hook up the RV? Uh, well... Oh, it's just a tiny little extension cord. You'll hardly even notice it. Okay. Great. PJ? PJ comes in hauling an enormous array of ducks and cables. Pete points to the room. PJ hauls it all in. Hey, Goof, why don't you order us some pizza? This might take a while. Goofy gets the pizza, then brings it in to PJ and Max. No, no I, I, I need it. it. They... I've got mine highlighted. I don't know what we're supposed to do. My bad. Uh, here you go, kids. I'm going to go check out the hot tub. You can have yep. it, Aaron. Are you sure? 
Uh, okay. Uh, oh, okay, sir. All right. I can't believe you, man. Whatever made you think your dad would fall for a stupid idea like that? It wasn't stupid. Come on, it was really stupid. Changing the map? Pete was just about to enter when he hears PJ. He decides to listen. Look, I, I didn't know what I was doing, all right? I, I, was, I was panicked. Goofy gets in the hot tub and is joined shortly thereafter by Pete. Taking a break from the MTV generation, huh? <laughs> Can't say as I blame you. Pete gets into the hot tub and a lot of water spills out due to Pete's size. Uh, people are always putting too much water in these things. Pete settles into the pool. So, um, you and your son seem to be, uh, getting along just uh, hunky-dory, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's been great. You know, it's funny, but none of your techniques worked for me. The harder I tried, the worse it got. Once I eased up, things just clicked. Oh, that's swell. So, uh, no problems then, huh? Not a one. Pete fakes reluctance to tell Goofy what he heard. Uh, I, I, I just hate to be the bearer of bad news, but, uh... What is it, Pete? Your kid's duping you. What do you mean? Well, I heard the little mutant telling PJ that he changed the map, so you're heading straight to L.A., pal. What? Oh, you tried, Goof. He's just a bad kid, that's all. I don't believe you. What? what, what? I don't believe you, Pete. Well, hey, don't take my word for it. Check your map. Goofy gets out of the hot tub. I don't need to check the map. I trust my son. You know, maybe Max isn't all the things you think a son should be, but he loves me. Hey, my son respects me. Yeah. Goofy leaves. Pete calls after him. Check the map, Goof. (laughs) Goofy walks back to the room, but decides to get in the car instead. He reaches for the glove department, then stops. He thinks, gets upset, and pounds at the steering wheel, and starts to get out. The glove compartment pops open, and the map spills out. Cut to an aerial shot of the motel with Goofy's car centered. Goofy goes back to the room. That's the end of Act Boom. Two. End Act Two. Sorry about that PJ <laughs> stuff. Uh, no, it looks like it looks like mine's highlighted for Act Three, so I'm assuming so that's where mine. we're supposed to cut. So is mine. Uh, well, but I'm taking Act. I'm taking Narrator Four pretty soon. I think so. Why don't you take PJ from here on out? Okay, dope. As long as you have it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that works. Look at that. Beautiful. Teamwork. That is what we call teamwork. Compromise. Folks. How's everybody doing? Good. Everybody still good? Good. Don't worry. Good. I didn't myself that a dramatic goofy. He calls Max a mutant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, heard it. I heard the I little mutant. last night. I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> I always, I always found that line. He's just a bad kid to be so fucking brutal. It's like, so rude. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Worst All Disney right. villain. Kicking in, kicking into Act Three with Max Three. Uh, hi, hi, Dad. So- sorry about the mess. I'll clean it up. Goofy looks absolutely dumbstruck and disillusioned. He gets into bed and turns off the light. Yeah, I think I better go. See ya, Peach. Don't forget power line. Shh, Goofy still has a look of disillusionment and sadness as he lies in bed. The shot twists and fades the next morning as Goofy is driving with the same look. He he looks over at Max, who nervously grins. A sign, co- show- <laughs> a sign comes up showing a junction with only left and right turns. Goofy grabs the Max map and gives it to Max. Well, here you go, Navigator. Just follow my route on the map, son. Uh, okay. They pass another sign pointing right to Idaho and left to California. 
Here comes our junction. Max looks at the map from Lake Destiny to L.A., torn. Okay, Max. Now this is it. Left or right? Max still can't decide. Come on, Max! Finally, Max, at the last minute, makes his decision. Left! The car scrapes the center divider as they barely make make it up the left ramp. Max looks back, then sighs. Goofy looks honestly angry. Max nervously smiles. How about a song, Dad? Goofy gets angrier. A game? A game! Yeah, uh, yeah, a game. Uh, a man or woman? Goofy gets even angrier. Man? Man. Okay, uh, Walt Disney. Goofy swerves the car to a scenic overlook and stops the car. He fumbles with the seatbelt, gets out, and stomps over to the stone wall at the edge of the overlook, fuming. Max sighs, realizing that his dad is onto him, and resolves to tell him what's going on. He gets out of the car and goes over to him. Dad, listen. Uh, about my directions... Oh, sorry, it wasn't highlight. Goofy turns his back on him. Will you listen to me? I gotta tell you something, Dad. Goofy turns his back again. Why bother? I'm probably too stupid to understand anyway, right? Oh, forget it. Max gives up and walks back to the car. He kicks the tire and then leans on the hatchback. The car rolls forward and leaves Max sprawling in the dirt. Hey, 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 the car! What, now you want to drive, too? No, Dad, look, the car! Look, the car! They begin chasing after the car as it rolls down the mountain highway. What'd you do now, Max? I didn't do anything, Dad. I only touched it. The car goes under a low overpass, underpass, and knocks their equipment off. Goofy steps on a skateboard, and Max joins him. They catch up with the car, and Goofy manages to grab the door handle. You locked it? I locked it. It's your door. You locked it. Max goes around to the other side and gets in. Well, you distracted me. Max rolls down the window and pulls Goofy half into the car. You should have put the brake on. Why don't you just put it on yourself? Goofy attempts to set the brake, but it comes off in his hand. See? You've ruined everything! The car has dislodged the retaining fence, and Goofy is being shaken by the posts as the car rolls over them. Well, you ruined the vacation! The car sails into the air and bounces on some rock formations. I ruined it! Bounce. I never... Bounce. Wanted to go... Bounce. On this stupid... Bounce. Vacation! The car makes a final dive into the river. Max gets separated from the car, but manages to swim back to it. Goofy is hanging from the side of the car. Now look where you got us, Dad! Where I got us? Goofy boosts Max to the roof. You should have let me stay at home! Why, so you'd end up in prison? Max pulls Goofy up to the roof. The car goes through some rapids. Prison? What are you talking about? Your principal called me. It's not what you think, Dad. You even lied to me. I had to. You were ruining my life. I was only trying to take my boy fishing, okay? I'm not your little boy anymore, Dad. I've grown up. I've got my own life now. I know that. I just wanted to be part of it. The car gets past the last of the rapids. You're my son, Max. No matter how big you get, you'll always be my son. The car slowly drifts downstream, and Goofy and Max sadly sit on the roof with their backs to each other. The sun breaks through the clouds, and Max finally decides to break the silence. Fade to further downriver, Max has apparently explained everything he did and why. 
Well, anyway, I figure she's never going to want to talk to me again, much less go out with me. Dumb lie, huh? Well, what do you know? My Maxie, in love. Gosh, you're really growing up. It happened so fast, I, I guess I sort of missed it. Well, I think the only thing for us to do now is to get you up on stage with this power line fellow. Uh, how are we going to do that? Now, you just leave that up to me. No, Dad, really, I, I think we should just, you know, forget it. Now, how come you always think I'm going to lead you into some sort of calamity? Max looks ahead, shocked. Dad? What's wrong now? Max turns his dad's head forward. Look! The car is approaching a high waterfall. A waterfall? A waterfall? (laughs) Goofy and Max attempt to paddle upstream and fail. Goofy gets thrown from the car and grabs a rock. Max continues towards the falls in the car. Dad! Max! A fishing pole hits Goofy in the back of the head. Goofy grabs it and climbs over the rock formations, trying to find a good place to try and reach for Max. He finally gets to a log and climbs to the end of it. He extends the pole toward Max. Grab a hold, Max! Max tries and misses. The car goes over a rock in the river and flips over. Max gets tangled in a tarp. Goofy tries to stop the car from going over the falls by casting the line to it and succeeds for a moment. Then the force of the falls breaks the log and Goofy is dumped in the river. Max and car go over the falls, Max still entangled in the tarp. As he falls, the tarp becomes a parachute and the updraft from the falls carries him up above the falls. Max then sees his father heading for the edge of the falls. Dad! With a final effort, Goofy extends the fishing pole still in his hand towards Max. Max grabs the end. For a moment, the two are dangling above the falls. Then the cork handle of the fishing pole comes off and Goofy begins to fall again. Max! (laughs) Max, almost without thinking, spins the fishing pole around and starts doing the perfect cast. At 10 o'clock, quarter to three, tour jeté, twist, I'm a little teapot, let her fly! The fishing line flies towards the retreating figure of Goofy. Both are soon lost in the mist at the base of the falls. Max begins to worry that he is too late. Then the line goes taut. Max begins to get pulled down, but he starts reeling in the line. Soon, the figure of his father can be seen, hooked by the seat of his pants. Max, relieved, reels Goofy in all the way. Goofy, with tears in his eyes, knows how his son saved him. The perfect cast. Goofy and Max hug each other. The map, blown by the wind, lands on Goofy's head. Boy, this has been one crazy vacation. And it's not over yet. Goofy tosses the map to the wind. The map sails towards the camera and showing Los- and shows Los Angeles. Cut to the Powerline concert. Cars are being directed in. A couple of people are tossing instrument cases into a loading dock. A drum case opens and Max gets out. Dad. Max opens a bass fiddle case and Goofy falls out. We made it. Come on, Max. Let's get you on stage. Uh... Maybe this isn't such a good idea. A couple of spandex-dressed dancers pass by Max. Max looks at them admiringly. Uh, then again... (laughs) Max notices his dad is nowhere to be seen. Dad? Dad! Cut to the stage. Powerline is starting his final number. I've got myself a notion. And one I know that you'll understand. We set the world in motion by reaching out for each other's hand. Ow! Very, very good. Very good. Uh, Max is under the stage trying to find Goofy. Dad. 
Max looks up and sees Powerline from the back. Maybe we'll discover what we should have known all along. Max has a flashlight flying shine in his face. What are you doing here? Hey. Max runs from the guard. One way or another, together's where we both belong. Goofy is backstage going through a hall of dressing rooms. Max? Max? Goofy opens one of the rooms and discovers someone trying to get dressed. She screams. Goofy looks extremely embarrassed. She hits Goofy and he t- <laughs> she hits Goofy and he tumbles backwards into a rather large and imposing piece of equipment with a door in its side. The door closes with Goofy inside and then starts buzzing. If we listen to each other's heart, we'll find we're never too far apart. And maybe love is the reason why, for the first time ever, we're seeing it eye to eye. Through the TV screen, we go back to Stacy's party. Everyone is gathered around the TV, hoping for a chance to see Max on TV. That goof kid ain't there! Roxanne looks worried. Don't worry, he'll be there. Cut back to L.A. Max is running from the security guard and climbs onto a row of lights which rises. The guard is right behind him. Goofy is now in a large globe, just like Powerline, just as Powerline makes his entrance in for the final number, which begins to rise through a trap door in the stage. Wait, excuse me, but, uh... Goofy ends up center stage with Powerline. Goofy squints into the audience. Max? Just as with Powerline, Goofy's globe is bathed with electrical charges. Goofy gets the shock of his life and the globe <laughs> Throwing Goofy at Powerline's feet. Powerline stops and stares at Goofy. Max, from the, raster- from the rafters, sees his dad. Is embarrassed first, and then gets an idea and shouts down to his dad. Dad! Dad! Do the perfect cast! Goofy does it, and it looks like some kind of dance. Powerline gets interested and joins Goofy right at the I'm a little teapot part. If you're ever lonely, stop. You don't have to be. After all, it's only a beat away from you to me. The guard crawls across the scaffolding to Max. Max leaps over him to the other side. The guy's wire breaks, and Max... The guide wire? The guy's wire breaks, and Max grabs it. The guard grabs Max's feet, and they both go sailing. The guard ends up smashing into a large TV display, and Max ends up center stage with Powerline. Max gets up and starts doing the perfect cast. If we listen to each other's heart, we'll find we're never too far apart. Cut to Stacy's party. Yeah, Max is on the tube. That's Max. <laughs> I know him. Roxanne gets a big grin on her face. And maybe love is the reason why For the first time ever we're seeing it eye to eye Cut to... Cut to... Very good. Cut to Pete's RV. PJ is scrubbing the floor in front of the TV and sees Max. Uh, He did it! Pete comes up behind PJ, sees Max and Goofy, and spits the beer he was drinking on the screen. He stares at the TV with his jaw dropped. Cut back to Stacy's party. Stacy and Roxanne are trying to do the perfect cast. Bobby comes by and sprays them with cheese. Bobby bumps into someone and drops the can. Bobby and Stacy reach the can at the same time and their hands touch. They look at each other and smile. The concert finishes with a bang. Fade to later. Goofy is just pulling up in the car in front of Roxanne's house. The car is a total wreck. When they stop, the front bumper comes off. 
You're doing the right thing, son. Yeah, I know. But she'll probably never talk to me again. Well, if she doesn't, maybe she's just not the one for you. That's what I'm afraid of. Max goes to the front door and rings the doorbell. Roxanne's father appears. Uh, hi. Remember me? The door slams. Daddy! Roxanne opens the door and comes out. Max? I saw you on TV! You were great! Yeah? I mean, no, no. I mean, uh, uh, Roxanne, I I lied to you. I don't even know Powerline. What are you talking about? A billion people saw you dance with him. Yeah, well, I never met him before. The, The concert, that is. You mean that story about Powerline and your dad? Why would you make up something like that? I don't know. I guess I just wanted you to like me. I already liked you, Max. Max looks at Roxanne, shocked. From the very first time I heard you laugh. A yuck. So, you want to do something tonight? That definitely. Oh, oh, oh no. Uh, I can't. I can't. Roxanne looks at Max distrustfully. What? Well, I'm kind of doing something with my dad. Honest. Uh, how about tomorrow? Roxanne. Oh, sorry. Roxanne extends her hand for Max to shake. Max kisses Roxanne instead. They both giggle, and Max lets out a full goofy laugh. (laughs) Thank you. He covers his mouth, but Roxanne just smiles. Back at the car, Goofy has managed to get get the front bumper back on the car. He grins and points at it. The car explodes. Goofy is sent (laughs) flying. (laughs) With a full goofy yell. Let's get a goofy yell. Thank you. Goofy lands head first on the roof of Roxanne's porch. Goofy goes halfway through with his head and arms sticking through to the porch area. He chuckles and waves at Max and Roxanne. Max smiles. Roxanne, I'd like you to meet my dad. Goofy takes Roxanne's hand and kisses it. On Shantae, mademoiselle. They all laugh and the camera rises to the blue sky. <laughs> the end. Yeah. The end. You love to see it. You really love to see it. Oh, man. Fuck a whole movie. Jeez. I, my, heart, my heart was like racing during the Powerline concert sequence. Man, that's great. Man, performance is always out. I was on Seth singing the earlier songs, too. Yeah. <laughs> we, we missed out. That was amazing. I was just really disappointed it didn't have that like one backup singer lady with the crazy you know (laughs) (laughs) she can belt oh my lord thank you so much everybody god that was fun and it came out about five minutes shorter than the actual movie look at that with well, no, with a bathroom break too, right? So we're yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We're doing good. We're well, well I mean, when you cut out the uh, the musical numbers, you know, that's right. That is actually a large portion of the <laughs> we movie. We can skip over that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't want to pat myself on the back too much, but I will say that casting uh, Cody and Kyle for Max and Goofy for the final oh. act was a stroke of I do think. Yeah. Uh, Everybody did a great job. Kyle, though, is uh, that one stoner dude. (laughs) You took that and polished that gem. There was was that one line, though, that I accidentally said with, like, an Australian accent. I don't know what that (laughs) was.
<laughs> it's part of his character now. Yeah, yeah. it ain't there. I just couldn't figure out how to do that. <laughs> and Matt, Matt, thank you for bringing uh, all of the like dignity and self seriousness to Max in Act Two that oh. I was completely <laughs> stepping all over with my horrendous goofy. Uh, oh, no, I think that was extremely well. Yeah, it was. It was a good juxtaposition, frankly. All the class also, and talent. Yeah, Cody as literally the guy, the voice of uh, Pete. Like Cody, why didn't you tell us? I'm just so impressed with everybody. That was really that was fun. super fun. Yeah, that was very fun. I can't oh, believe okay. that we got Seth to whip out his incredible eye to eye. That's definitely <laughs> a highlight for me. Yeah, I, had, I did not get time to look through this script last night, so I wasn't sure that those were like those interstitials were in there, or if it was just going to be like power line continues singing type uh, type stage direction. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we went for the full Monty there. Seth, did I, you I, know I, that was gonna that was gonna uh, be required? Well, now, well, when I saw power line on the script, like. I knew that had to be singing because he doesn't speak okay. anything else. No. I was not prepared for the Lester song. That <laughs> <laughs> so good. That was the funniest. The extra narration during that because that that the driving sequence and then the Lester bit are the easily the best parts of the movie back to back. And the yeah. extra narration where it's describing just like the dead raccoon doing sh- or the dead uh, <laughs> possum doing shit is the best fucking part of the script easily. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Well, this has been a hell of a 100th episode, everybody. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks so much, everybody. Much. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah.